Welcome back, boys. Episode 29. Hey, boys. Episode 29. One away from the big 3-0. Yo, that's going to be wild, bro. Shit's going to be fucking there insane, man. Shit. The time when all white girls start crying. That's exactly true. Probably all girls in general. Yeah. But white girls seem to make a big deal out of it. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, I was thinking about something the other day. What's that? Um, do you feel like these days, everything is done for you by someone else? No one stops to think for a second about the science behind something. So everything is just done by tech. Like you just you just Google the question on Google. You just look at the time on 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 the watch or on your phone and it's all it's all it's, everyone's thought about it for you. We live in a life where things are just done for us. So here's an example. Right. So Neil deGrasse Tyson he's got his I'm sure you've watched him on YouTube. He's got tons of videos explaining yeah. simple things. The One black of the things guy he explained describes physics like this. Yeah. Yeah, with the funny guy that's next to him. This is a funny guy. Oh, Chuck. Joe Rogan? Chuck. No, he's, he does it with a comedian. Anyway, I would highly recommend you guys watch it. Shout out Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, essentially, he was saying that scientists spend a lot of time calculating <laughs> what the exact time is. he describes sex to his boys the same way he describes science? Maybe. Like, and then like interrupting I everyone. Her, I pulled down her pants <laughs> and glowing was her pussy. <laughs> anyway, continue. Well, yeah, well, this is the thing. Yeah. So- I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but I didn't know about it either. Yeah. Uh, but essentially the earth doesn't spin at a constant, doesn't orbit the sun at a constant rate. Right. So because the- Yeah, because it's not a fucking circle. It's exactly. a ring, isn't it? The orbit of earth is not a perfect circle. It's, yeah. a, it's an eclipse. Ellipse, I think. Ellipse, yeah. Yeah. So what that means is that when the earth is further away from the sun, it's going slower. Yeah. And when the earth is closer, it's going faster. Yeah. Which means that a day isn't always 24 hours. Sometimes oh, a day shit. is as, as little as 23 hours. Mm, Which means that we actually, that scientists actually have to adjust the time so that earth time actually feels like six o'clock is six o'clock and the day fits into the hour. Wait, and so scientists spend a of, lot of- The speed of the planet impacts the revolution. Well, well that's the thing. As you, as you go further away, the angle at which the sun arises because you're further away is slightly off. Right. And as time goes past, it actually makes it slower. So for example, the ice caps melting, which is just from climate change and people building big buildings, it's sort of like, you know, when you see a ballerina and she's spinning and when she puts her hands out and, and puts her weight further from the center, it goes slower. Yeah. The earth actually gets faster or slower because the ice caps melt and people build buildings that go longer. So they take the mass from all the ore and like the mines from the earth at ground level and they build it into buildings. So they move the weight of the earth. So the earth spins at a slightly slower speed. So scientists have to adjust the weight of your, of your clock based Jeez. on all of these factors. And this is the thing. Humans just look at the, they just look at it. Like how yeah. much of life are we dependent on these extraordinarily smart people that are just figuring out all of these things that we just don't even think about these days? It's wild even just like things, like basic things that we take for granted. Like I was watching this movie last night um, it was like produced by Denzel Washington. I forget what it's called, but it's about like these, uh, I think they're jazz players, right? Yeah. And they're, maybe it's soul. I don't know. Anyway, they're these black guys. One of them plays a fucking trumpet. One plays piano, uh, double bass, and then uh, trombone. And then there's this chick, the the woman like misses something. I forget her name. Anyway, um, she was running late and the guy, and this is based in the twenties, I think. Fucking, you know. <laughs> I was paying attention kind of, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he was waiting for her and he's like, where the fuck is she? And I was like, oh yeah, you can't even call her phone. It's not oh, like you can't send a text. Fuck. You can't even call her directly. You would just have to yeah. hope that she was at like the hotel still. And if she wasn't, 
You are just fuck. Like imagine getting stood up on a date back in the twenties. You just have to wait. Like how long do you wait? What's the rules then? Well, this is, this is another thing. It's like, imagine if we went back to like 99% of the population dies for whatever reason. And it's just a random subselect of 1% of the population is there. Yeah. We would lose everything. We, yeah. we are so dependent on the smart people who are experts in their fields. I know. Like the person who invented Wi-Fi. It's like- What the wasn't fuck he an would Australian? we do Yeah, it was at CSIRO actually. You. Yeah, so the Australian Science Center. Here's the thing, right? I'm trying to remember where I was going with this. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. So many cunts are like, oh, look at this dumb animal. And it's like, hey, what can you do without yeah. other people? What can you do that's so, right so fucking good? And, and that's- I guess you could, if we wanted to turn this, which I feel like I do pretty often and I don't want to do it again, but if we wanted to turn this into a motion, motivational bit, okay. we could say the goal of life is to become one of those people that looks after people and they don't even know about it. It's like you want to, I mean, you can be like a Steve Jobs or an, or an Elon Musk where everyone knows that they're providing cutting edge, but think about the person who invented Wi-Fi. No one, who the, no one knows who the fuck it is, he is, but the person, yeah. like, or the team that invented it, like that shit is so revolutionary and it's just a smart person doing it. It's just, it's just a couple of smart people that just completely changed life for everyone else. Yeah. It's, I, I was just so shocked when I'm, when I'm listening to these fucking, these Neil deGrasse Tyson. It um, is one videos. of those things where you will go in a loop and you will never be able to escape it because it's like, fuck everything. It's like, even if you, I was like, all right, all your power tools are gone. I want you to make a flat bench. And you're like, wait, what? Wait, can I have some sandpaper? Like no, without, without even a meter. Like one of those- um, You don't even have a fucking, yeah, little spirit level, spirit level bubbles. The, the fuck, fuck was, was that? that? Jesus. There's just some sort of street sign. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, speaking of which, speaking of education and that type of stuff, oh, what are your thoughts on, on private schools actually? Well, <laughs> I've got a topic which will tie up nicely after we talk about this. Oh yeah? Uh, I'm not a fan. I, I, think think we, I think we need to get Chris on for a second. Oh, Chris, do you want to quickly jump on? We're talking about private schools. So yeah. the, the reason why I want to get Chris on board, Chris is my housemate, by the way, he's quite pro private schools. And, and I know that me and James are probably going to be against it. So I, I think that it's good to have some a devil, a devil's advocate here. Yeah. So Chris, Hello. Uh, is it fair to assume that yourself, James and me are both pro public schools? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm pro public schools. All right. Introducing Chris, housemate. Hello. Hello. So what what are your thoughts on private schools tell, versus public schools? Just, well, just tell me, why don't you tell me why you're pro public school? Well, this is the thing. And I'm, that's like state school for non-Aussies. Yeah. So, so I'm very well aware that in the US and in the UK, private schools do significantly better than public schools. On a, in terms on, of what? In terms of like the outcome of the academic? students. Academic? Yeah. Yeah. In terms of uh, academic, sports, all those things. Okay. And uh, I, I all of those things? You could even argue in Australia, the sports facilities you get by going to a private school are better. You could argue that. That's uh, if that's your if that's someone's defence. I don't think you can. Argue, it's a guarantee. The yeah. sports centres are beautiful. Yeah. When you all the facilities are going to be nicer. That's what you're. If you for. want your son to become an AFL pro, then send him to to, to a, a really good private school, and they'll have the facilities and they'll have the trainers. But when you look at the rankings in Australia, the the selective schools far exceed the, yeah. the private schools. It's far. not even selective close. schools even close. Uh, doesn't count as a public school. It, it is a public school. It's I know, but it doesn't count because it's like it's selective. It's not. A broadly a public school, nor is it broadly a private school. It's its own category. It's have still government funded. You're not paying yeah, $40,000 a Yeah, but it's not like the average local school that you can just send your child to. Your child has to pass IQ tests and competency tests well, and, and all those other about, tests. You think about this. There was a school in our local area when we went to school called uh, Kalara High. And that was like 
semi fucking semi yeah, uh, selective. What's so a semi selective school? Oh, by the way, technically for, for non Australian, selective means it's technically government. You don't have any fees, but you need to do a couple of exams to get in. I think yeah. Chris already explained it, but that's pretty much it. You have to see a bunch of tests. Yeah, it's for like high achievers, high academic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so it was semi selective, meaning like it performs quite well. Especially for public schools. I think it does exceptionally well, like always in the top 50 or something like that. Well, it would have to. Otherwise, what would, what would be the point of being selective? Well, no, it's not selective. It's technically... It's, it's technically semi. There's local school. students as well. If local you're local students. to Kalara, then you can get in. Yeah. No worries. Hmm, it's like okay. a typical high school in the sense that like if you're in, the, if you're in that area, you're guaranteed a spot. But... Everyone else has to fight for it. Yeah, for exactly. Class. And it's very, it's very difficult to get yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Um, what my point is you can get into these schools. You know what I mean? It's not like an impossibility. Yeah, yeah. you have to be smart, but how many selective schools are there? It's fucking, there's when you so have many. to choose, there's fucking hundreds of them. There's so many, yeah. I, I think you're paying a lot and the return from it isn't much. I don't think they're better uh, mannered, especially in Australia. They're definitely not better mannered. They're fucking no, think, a bunch I of cokeheads at 16. The cokeheads can be well mannered. Here's my question to you. Yeah. If you had a really smart son, and he got into a selective school, like a North Sydney boys, by the way, top five, top five schools in, in Sydney. Yeah. James or, Roost. Not a James Roost. He doesn't want to be milking cows and shit. But because James Roost is like a farming school, by the way, for those who are not in Sydney. <laughs> Say he got into a top school in Sydney or he got a full scholarship at Knox. So money was not a question, but he either got North Sydney boys or Knox. I would say is, Knox. You would take the private school. I would say Knox. That's crazy. What would you do, James? Obviously, North Sydney boys. 100%. It would yeah. not even be a question. When people say, oh, think about the connections you'll make at Knox. Think about the motherfucking connections you're going to make yeah. at North Sydney boys. Think about the career ops. Yeah. it's. I would say It's the one time more. putting your high school on a resume is a flex. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? I, I totally Knox, agree. Is, Knox is a flex. No, it's not. It, it shows your parents flex. have money. That's what it shows. It, it, it's not a flex about you. It is because you, you are the one who has benefited from that whole- System, but the, the average country. the average person doesn't think that private school people are better educated. They think that their parents are rich, and yeah. the average person thinks they're a bunch of wankers. Well, it, and we, that might be like player hating. You know what I mean? Like I thinking think there's a bit of inverse snobbery there. Sure, but that doesn't change the fact that if the average person thinks that, I don't know about the average person. I think the disadvantaged have a resentment, and that makes them bro bitter towards we we were in we, i was in a public school in the fucking same area as them and we all thought they were wankers yeah you know what I mean? sure. and we're by no means we would fucking party with them all the time. yeah yeah like they, they're not better mannered they're not smarter like they're not better mannered. the only metric okay, you, I think don't, you, could you be, don't you haven't met people that have actually flourished into adulthood who went to these schools usually they come out a bit better they go through like a bit of a a bratty phase as we all do and then they come Maybe. out of it it, well, here's a theory. I want to get your thoughts on this. These things. You guys know I love my theories, my conspiracies. Here's, yeah. I, want, I want to get your thoughts on this because this actually yeah. came from Jordan Peterson. Fucking shout out. <laughs> Come on the pod. He's got a theory that education and like the education system, especially, a lot of people complain about it. The education system and sort of, you know, you have schools that do better than others. It's not the school that does that. It's all about, so for example, Harvard graduates tend to have the highest salary. I think it's Stanford actually has the highest salary of graduates. It's not the education that Stanford gave them. It's all the, the people that got into Stanford were fucking smart to begin with. Yeah. Like, the, like the, the people that get into Harvard are the top 1%. Like they are the fucking smartest kids. You put any smart kid in a library, they're going to do fucking well. They're going to find a good job. They're going to be really skilled. But what about like 
top institutions who only accept people from certain universities who usually went to certain schools and their parents will know each other and they know each other. I think selective holds way more value than private. Yeah. Because and selective, selective shows individual merit, yeah, whereas private individual. shows family wealth. Yeah, you've done it. It's like, And sure, even if you've got a full scholarship- You reckon Knox, that actually like counts for more in the real world? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. No, it's who you know, not what you know. It's becoming less of that. I, it's no, becoming I less easy to get a connection into like a, a good company. All of the top boys harder. in Sydney, they all know each other. They're all family friends. They went to the same college. They went to the same high school. They went to like they all grew up in the same area. It's one big club. I bet you, if you checked the the earnings of cunts from Barker versus cunts from fucking North Sydney boys and all the top private uh, publics, uh, selective. Sorry, I bet the selectives are doing better. I, no, I 100% agree. Or they're further in their field. I 100% agree. Because family wealth doesn't guarantee fucking smarts. Look at a, like, there are so many yeah, cases of yeah. people blowing through family wealth. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. family, there, there's family some wealth, smart cunts, you yeah. know what I mean? But like, having money doesn't guarantee success, you know? Yeah. It only of takes, course not. But it's, and I'm not saying that. It literally just takes two bad generations to finish family wealth. Yeah. A, a family wealth could go for 10 millennium yeah, and then one bad fucking. One dumb son and his son. That's why usually you give your children a good education so they know how to interact with people, how to how to behave, how to manage money. You give them soft skills. You give them obviously the hard skills that's so they can succeed in their career. Well, yeah. talking about uh, poorly mannered people yeah. from private schools. Yeah. Something happened with a guy from, uh, from Knox. What happened? Well, he's a man who uh, I think he graduated and... He uh, punched a woman in the face in a night out because her uh, shirt was too revealing. What the fuck? And in fact, women, and he got off with it. He got off. Uh, of course, the, po- the media made it as like the guy from this school. I mean, Classic there, media. I don't think that's that crazy. There have been a few fucking things from Knox. Yeah. I don't think you have to push too yeah. far to find some fucking sexual harassment shit going on there. I mean, you can find that anywhere. There's always going to be bad. Eggs. Sure. And like actually most of the people that I know- um, from Sydney went actually to Knox. Oh, okay. Actually, okay. it's amazing. Actually, even but you when know I was half living the people the on Jeffrey Epstein's island. <laughs> so that doesn't mean much. You know? Well, okay. Well, let, explain to us your thoughts on boarding school. So, for those who don't know, oh. explain to them what boarding. Let me just school quickly is. say, everyone knows what boarding. What school happened is. to the guy Knox? That guy's a fucking dog animal, and yeah. he should be put in jail. They literally, I think, Women's Day or Women's Best or something, put a billboard outside the school saying, "You can't silence our pain." Yeah, because man just got off. And he tried to put out this statement saying like, oh, look, I was drunk, this happened. And it's like, bro, there's no fucking reason there's no why excuse. you punch a woman. I'm not across this at all. That's crazy, We're drunk. Bro. Are we going to fucking hit someone? I know. We've gotten drunk so many yeah. times. And all that happens is we end up fucking telling jokes with cunts in the fucking smoking section. Yeah, exactly. If you're, the idea that you can drink an alcohol, you can have one sip, one singular alcohol, and then suddenly you turn into a raging monster. You were a raging monster to begin with. You were just good at hiding it. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? I don't believe this idea that you had alcohol and now it's not your fault that you beat up three homeless people. You know I don't saying? think anyone disagrees with you there. I don't, I don't think pe- a single person Some people with try you. and say like, oh no, like I'm not justified. a slut. It's just when I'm drunk. It's like, no, well, <laughs> come on. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, okay, so anyway, explain school. to us your, your boarding school opinions. He's got crazy opinions, by the way. Do I? Yeah. Well, just explain them. Well, I just, okay, to relate it to a work scenario. What is boarding school first? Everyone knows what boarding school is. Which is if you, do you if know you, what boarding school is? Hey, so do you go to school on the weekends as well? Yeah. You live. So campus. you live there for three months? You can live there as long as you want. Or you can go home I think for- Think Harry Potter. 
sometimes you can go you home can go and see home your parents. Holidays, but you and if your parents there. are dead, you stay there. Yeah. So, okay. So, so it's like that. You, essentially, you sleep at school. They make meals for you. They make everything for you. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. You so, do, so you do. It's not like everything's added to you on a silver platter. You have like um, chores, chores, and like duties and things, and then there are punishments. Like if you uh, didn't make your bed or something, you have to clean up the breakfast table, which is a shitty job because people like like slops of um, Vegemite and slops of butter on it. It's gross. I mean, what? Okay, so what are your thoughts on it? Would you send? Your okay, kids so out? imagine imagine you're at work and you're having a brainstorming session, and yeah. everyone's got these incredible ideas. Um, for these like extraordinary campaigns and they sound amazing and they're going to make a huge impact. But unfortunately, the company's budget or the client's budget just doesn't allow for that. So you have to scale everything back. The boarding school doesn't typically have those restrictions. So if they want everyone to learn to ski, they can literally just up and do a school trip to Switzerland to learn to ski. Same with any sport. Like they have all the facilities available to them. And the best facilities. But the school isn't just being like, oh, okay, out of your $20,000 tuition, let's, we'll send you to fucking Switzerland. Like you're that's paying, only one part You're of paying it. for yeah. the extra trip. You could just pay for it. Yeah. Like, you're, like, okay, you're, that, that's that's way, only you're one thing. I mean, and it's also the convenience of having like a one-stop shop. Like you can just send your child to this school and, just and everything's it, taken care just, of. Just give them your bank account. But you're paying, paying for the extra shit. Everything. You're paying your for tuition's it. paying for the fucking sewing trip. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? No, your tuition isn't paying for it. You're paying extra. Have you ever been yeah, on a school yeah, trip yeah. before? They always ask for extra money. Some of it's extra, yeah. Some of it's extra. All of it's extra. No, What's not all of it. Not all of it. What's the point of having kids if you just fucking ship them off? Yeah. Good for them. It's not good for them, bro. I work with a few people who went to boarding schools and there's a definite distinct difference between them and people who went to ordinary schools. Is it because they got touched as children and ordinary yeah. schools didn't? Because I've heard that before. Is it because they weren't shown fucking- What? Like love and because they had no parental love. Yeah, yeah, parental love. Their parental okay, figures also, were their bigger brothers. <laughs> also, here's my question for you: Is your job as a parent to make your kid as successful as possible? I don't think so. I think that there's a lot of soft skills that have nothing to do with success. But if your if your child what, doesn't like say what? like saying please and thank you, that is everything to do with success. Why? I'm I'm talking. No one wants to work with a rude person. Exactly. Well, I said, if, if imagine you know those people that are super smart and hardworking, but they're assholes. You're right, um, but people don't want to work with a pretentious gentleman either. Pretentious. If someone's walking no, around in a three-piece yeah. suit saying "After oh, you, my dear," <laughs> you know what I mean. If someone wants, they want people they relate to. Yeah. Are you, are if you're not a duke from the fucking seventh century, yeah, I don't think your job is to make them another robot who does yeah. well in the workforce. Your job is to make them someone individual, like to make to to get the best out of them. That's it. To get the best out of them. Yeah. So I, I don't think that's sending them to fucking boarding school. I think that they gives get... them the best life skills you, to set them up for success. Do you think that the teachers at boarding school are giving your kid the amount of love that you would give There's them? There's no way. They don't have- What's That's love? the thing. Like it, given the right, it, are you the type of parents where you're going to take them to music class and if they don't do well on piano, you're going to teach them trumpet. And do you if know they don't do is? well on trumpet, you'll teach them drums. Do you know what it is? They're it's, not going to do that. It's the complete opposite of homeschool kids. And yeah. both extremes are bad. Yeah. If you have a homeschool kid, they have no social life at all, but maybe they got heaps of love from their parents, but they become these fucking freaks outside. Yeah. If you got boarding school cunts, they grow up with fucking resentment issues towards their parents because they never got, there was never a fucking uh, show of affection. They just um, got shipped off every never, summer. Never experienced that. Wait, were you in boarding school? No, but I know a lot of people. But how would you experience that though? Yeah, then how would you experience it? No, in my experience, with knowing these people. Kids. It's very big in England. But would they, would they, would they, Bring it up to you like, oh yeah, I don't have a close relationship with my father. You just get to know people and you know their relationship uh, yeah. with their siblings and their parents. 
Yeah. And I don't think yeah, it but people gives you aren't issues. Like unloading. Come on. We talk, about, getting, we talk about our relationships with our families. But if you're not getting like any love, because think about it, how, how are you getting a consistent level of love from your parents? You don't have to be like all touchy-feely. You don't have to be touchy-feely. to love you. No, but if you That'd never see nightmare. them. If you never see them. You, okay, how often do you see your parents now? Well, I live with my dad at the moment. So okay, if you didn't live. Basis. Or me. Any, oh, either of you. In real life. Does it mean you love your dad any less because you don't see him very often? Because you don't see him very often. It's different though because his dad lives in a different country yeah. as opposed to your parents saying, yeah, we do have extra rooms, but well, we don't want you here. Off to Switzerland. My, <laughs> my relationship with my parents was at its best when I was living on the other side of the world. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Look, I see merit in you. Like, for example, I've already thought about that I'm going to fucking all of my kids when they're 18, they're moving out. And, and I'm going to let them know this from the age of five. Like, yeah, but- like, your you version 18, of moving out is not the yeah, fucking like, standard yeah, that. It's, like, I'm going to pay I'll, for your rent in yeah. the city. I'll pay for your rent and I'll pay, I'll give you a couple hundred dollars a well, week. Let me ask you something. Allowance. Maybe a hundred dollars a week. Let me, let me ask you just, something. Just enough for you to have this, like to not die. So let's be real, right? You have, your firstborn is a son, Yeah. right? He's fucking tall. You know what yeah. I mean? 6'4". Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Good looking lad. Don't want this kind of my house. Exactly right. So you send him out. You probably send him up with a nice crib. You know what I mean? North Sydney fucking city vibes. I don't think you'd right? spoil him. He's though. fucking like, he's fucking mad bitches. You're so proud. You know what I mean? Sure. Then you've got a daughter. Are you putting her in to knives or dural? Like I, I would probably, I probably wouldn't give them their own apartment. I'd probably let them move into the dorm. Like the university or college. Or a share house maybe. Or a share house. But you know, if you let your daughter move into a move into dorm, she's getting her cheeks clapped on care. the daily, bro. I don't care, bro. On the I like, don't I don't understand this overprotection of your daughter, but I'm not a parent. I can't relate. Imagine you raise a kid from little and you know that she's gonna be gargling on another dude's balls. Yeah. It's not a nice thought, yeah. All I know is that it's very fun. It's a like between 18 and 22, like that college era, you wanna make that time really fun for them. And you want them to not have to think about your parents being around. You want them to be able to go partying and come home at any time they and want. Find themselves. To to. Yeah, find yourself. And then come back to me when you're 24 or 22, when you've got, like, when you've got a job and then we're gonna, like, imagine how good the relationship is gonna be after living apart for four years and then now they've found out their own way. Oh, I didn't like, save my timesheets, hang on. <laughs> you gotta get back to work. Again. I mean, technically it's Friday. I've got the day off, thankfully. So I'm not working, but yeah, yeah good vibes. Yeah, I, I actually agree. I agree to some extent. I don't know about that. It depends on the cash. And also it doesn't feel good. Imagine if you had all daughters and then it's just like, you know, all your daughters are out there and clapped. Well, this is the thing. I mean, if you had all uh, daughters, a lot of the times they say that some people have sperm that tends to lead to specific genders, which is why you have like six daughters or like six men, six yeah. boys. I don't think either situation is good though. We had too many girls, too many, go- too many boys. You're right. But I as a bloke- like a mix. It's close to even. You're right. But I think having a daughter later would work better because I think as you see, you're the fucking last kid, yeah? You were just walking off all the time. I bet your sister wasn't able to do, have the freedoms you had, right? Oh, hell no. Because- Hell no. The younger siblings always get more freedoms than the older siblings. That's fine because the parents are learning how to be parents when they're fucking doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you had a daughter, let's say you had like two boys and then a daughter, by the time the third kid comes around, you're going to be way less stressed about being a parent and there's still going to be some elevated shit because you're scared your girl, your daughter's going to get pregnant or some shit like that. But imagine having that as your first kid where you've got the stress of being a dad. I don't and see then myself also- being a protective parent because I'm not a protective person. 
I'm just not like I'm not protective about things. I'm not protective about people. I don't know if that's true. What made you You've think been protective with girls before? But only in situations where it's important to be protective. What about your daughter getting preggers at sixteen? I mean, not sixteen. Sixteen. I'm like I would take that as myself. If she gets preggers at nineteen, like it's at the end of the day, she's nineteen. She's an adult. It's her life. The thing is, and I'm I'm very very clear about that. Remember, would you back, support her? Yes. Like her pregnancy, the kid. bro. Two hundred years ago, Financially, she would have yeah. been already married for six years. Like uh, being pregnant at nineteen is biologically completely normal. It's completely normal. If anything, it's a bit late. You're more than old enough to make your own decision at nineteen years old. Yeah, but it's about the world you live in. If you have no income, then that's a and dumb idea. Also, she's a first world. She's in a first world country. She's had sex ed. She like she has no excuse to know that having unprotected sex would lead to to pregnancy. But, but people do. Everyone knows about cigarettes. Yeah, we we grew up in the fucking era where cigarettes were pumped on you. How bad it was. Yeah. Yeah, we've both smoked plenty of cigarettes in our life. Yeah, and fucked a lot of girls raw. <laughs> <laughs> Your condoms just suck, bro. That's what I'm saying, bro. That's what I mean. Lovely. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that people just do stupid shit. And the reality is, like, if you you don't want to be protective, because I think the idea is if you're too protective, she's just gonna do it anyway. And she's gonna do it despite you. Well that, that's why bad. I give I I'm I'm a big I'm a big fan of of this give them full freedom. Do like you have I think it's one of those things which is easy to say you, until you to remember, you're faced with the situation. All of America does this. What? All of America, anyone who goes to college is not living with their parents in America. No one. That's not the truth. This is, this is not fucking normal. This is not like Australia is the normal one. England is the exact same. In England, they do the opposite. They say, I want to go to uni as far away from parents as I can. And people will pick. If, so for example, if you're picking between Cambridge and Oxford, which is just the one example, I think of two schools that are very similar to each other. People go to the one that's further away from home. Because they, they want have to be a lot of uni towns there. That's the difference. Whereas well, in Australia, the unis are all situated in capital cities exactly. in the middle of the cities. Exactly. You look exactly. at the top universities in Sydney; they're all fucking twenty minutes in the CBD. Yeah. Sorry, Chris. What do you reckon? Chris? <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I literally want- only realized what I did after I said it, and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> "It's what it is." Don't you want your children, if you're going to like cast them adrift in the big world, yeah. to have all the skills they need to th- to thrive? I think they'll get that. By ha- being forced to make them. No, I know, like, but don't you, you don't, want them to be like, don't you want there to be a good foundation? Think about it this way. If you, you want, want your, them to handle themselves. Exactly. And I don't think I will teach them that. I think they will figure that out for themselves. The same way I figured it out for myself. They need to learn independence. Going to boarding school. You don't learn independence. independence. You don't learn no, independence living with your kids, living with your parents. You learn independence being independent. You don't learn, learn independence living in boarding school. Oh, because yes, you do. How? You get good, given meals. What is it that you do that's independent? You don't pay for anything. Like emotional independence. Okay, emotionally, I get that. No, and you, you do. Get, you get you emotionally do do, distance. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. and you do have to do things for yourself. In like, you have to be responsible for your own study time and all the rest of it, and your own chores. So you learn. You have to that's be responsible, or there'll be bad consequences. That's Therefore, the same as living in a normal house. No, most people are like spoiled. Most people are pampered by their parents. <laughs> okay, not me, like, mate. The, the men move out and they don't know how to cook. They don't know how to do laundry. They don't it know happens do anything. A lot. All my cousins are like that. Girls and guys. Yeah, they're both. So it but definitely happens a lot. And suddenly like bad things happen to them because that does happen in real life and they yeah. can't go crying to mummy all the time. But the thing is yeah. in the Arabian world, there is still a culture Iranian of like- Iranian world. Arabian. Oh. There is still a culture of like women staying at home and doing like quote unquote womenly duties, right? Like cooking and cleaning yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I wish so it was like, still like that. Why? Well, like all of my cousins, none of the none of the girls know how to cook. They're all in third. They all live in Jordan. 
Yeah, but they probably have cooks. Yeah, it's because they all have cooks. That's but why, why would you wish it was like that? Well, because I would. It's, it's a great characteristic for a girl to be able to cook. Like it's an incredible. It is one. annoying how girls these days think not knowing how to cook is like a personality trait. Yeah, yeah. it's like a quirk. Yeah, like it's it's very rare to find a girl these days who know how to cook, and it's completely fine. It's up to it's a hundred percent up to them. I just find <laughs> it. Like, I I don't think it's. You're right. Yeah. I I don't think it's sexist for a girl that likes a guy that's into sports or into gym. The same way I don't think it's sexist for a guy to like girls that that know how to cook. The the respect the the big thing is especially when you taste, especially in Australia, some of like the I don't know, is ethnic a bad word? No. It feels it can weird. be. It's how you say it. Yeah. It's but so like exotic. Like uh, like an Italian nonna's cooking. Yeah, it's incredible. That shit makes you wish women stayed in the kitchen. <laughs> If I'm being completely real. Now, I'm all for your own decision, ladies. You know what I mean? I like, go be a lawyer, go fucking run the world. Who runs the world? Girls. That's what Beyonce said. But I'm just telling you, when I ate this woman's cooking, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, we're moving away from this. This shit, yeah. This is going to be a lost art. Yeah. Like, this shit's actually crazy. And I feel like you get that a lot. Just different people making the food. Well, here's, here's a question. Yeah, That's, the men. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like there is an epidemic of men being like, I guess I'm the cook now. Yeah. Look no, at all absolutely. the top chefs in the world. Yeah. I mean, but that's of all time. Let's think about it. So? Like, it's always been like, that is my point. <laughs> anyway. Has it not? If you went through the history of the best chefs, I bet you they were all blokes. I'm not sure. What's yeah, a f- Name sure. a female chef that's not- Oh pro. yeah, because chefs are commercial and traditionally women didn't cook for commercial reasons. They yeah. cooked for domestic reasons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're limited by their funds and shit. Yeah, They don't have yes. the fucking, the, the war chests that are uh, fucking- do professional things. kitchen yeah. does, yeah. you know. Um, I was about to say this is quasi related, but do you reckon <laughs> you that- You love the word quasi, right? I do, I do. Do you reckon that women want sex as much as men do? Oh, I know. What, um, they don't, but they want it more than- They let on. Blo- yeah, exactly. Mm, okay. Go Objectively, they don't, because guys will fuck at any time of the night. You could get woken up shaken. Some girls are like that though. Some. All guys are like that. That's the difference. I don't know if all guys Not are Not like all that. guys. Okay, we're- t- Let's I definitely I have met a lot of guys who have said, like, my girlfriend wants to have sex too much for me. You haven't met a lot of guys like that. I've met enough. You probably I've met three. I've read about that in magazines. I haven't met one. I haven't met a girl who's like that, but that's, this is coming from three guys who probably have above average libidos. So it's hard to relate to people that aren't. It's like if you have three extroverts and you'd be like, I can't believe that people are introverts. Like, you need to have someone that's from that table to be able to say their opinion and it would make sense. Yeah, no, I think if you took the average of blokes and the average of chicks, it's not because if you asked a guy, when do you want to have sex? How many times do you want to have sex? He's going to be like, every day. Do you think Whereas that girls are not from, like that. Do you think it stems from the fact that it's easier to please a guy than it is to please a girl? I think, I think girls have more, I think there's more insecurity with chicks because they feel like they're, they're judged purely for their body. Uh, I see, I You know see. what I mean? Yeah. So if they eat like a fucking pork dish or something and they feel bloated, yeah. They're going to not want to do it because they're going to feel like, what if he thinks- They don't feel me? very sexy. Exactly. Feeling sex. But I think it's all about, it's about feeling with women. So it's not just, it's not just it the is. pure physical- That's fucking fact. It's also the emotional. So if they feel a bit sad, like a bloke might be like, you have a massive fight and you're like, I could totally hate fuck the shit out of this situation right now. And the chick's like, but I'm still upset. <laughs> and some chicks are going to be, uh, going to dig it, but some chicks aren't. And I think it's just like, because I feel like sex- it What means- is it about- hate sex or sex after an argument that is so good? Because what is it that makes you're it You're like carrying that? a little bit of the emotions in, you know what I mean? Like the choking's a little bit rougher, the fucking's a little bit, 
You know what I mean? You're working uh, your you're working yeah, your issues out yeah, in a yeah. primal physical way. Because it's hot. It, it is always significantly it better. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I, I remember with my ex is that it was always like as soon as we had an argument would fuck, and then it got to a stage where she thought it was a bad thing, so she would always want to stop it. She was always like, nah, nah, we shouldn't because it, this is going to set an unhealthy trend. I was like, I know, but fucking who cares? <laughs> so I was me eating KFC every day. <laughs> you don't He's see like, me doing it. You look fat. <laughs> Fuck her. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's just, I, I think it all stems down to how they feel, innit? It's more of an emotional thing, whereas I feel like sex means less to guys. Mm. Like, I don't think, a, there are a lot of women who straight up do not understand that a guy could fuck a girl and have absolutely no feelings about it afterwards. Yeah. Like he could yeah. just be like, yeah, that happened, true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you, here's, a, here's a loaded question and I think it could lead to a lot of discussion. Do you think that it helps? Do you think it's easier to get girls if you're rich? Yeah, of course. You reckon? Yeah, because you've got, it's it's all about opportunity, yeah? If you, so obviously you've got, you've got the, there's a new uh, breed of women gold diggers that are available. So that just adds more, more fish yeah, to the yeah. tank. Yeah. But also it's not about like being a fucking flashy poser, but it's like, you might have, if you're saying like, oh, let's go on an adventure and fucking go go-karting, which seems like a trivial thing, but it costs a hundred a head. If you've got some dollars in the bank. I was talking rich, rich, like let's go on my yacht. Oh, that's even different. That's like, of yeah. course. Imagine putting on your Tinder profile. You yeah, yeah, yacht. yeah. What a douchebag. That is Bro, that is a fucking. If I had a yacht, I'd be putting on my. T- t- I think that looks very douchey. First, fuck it. Nah, you got to use the fucking. Like people I think, pose in front of Ferraris. See, for their no, I, yeah, exactly. I think you have it on your Instagram, and you link your Instagram to the account, so when they look at it, oh, then they see it. But it doesn't look like yeah. you're. It's like you want to have like it, it, the whole idea. Basil had a thing back in the day, right? It was gym related, whatever. Oh, the the gym. And we were talking yeah. about it, and we were like strategizing or something. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. you got to look jacked. But not look like you're trying to look jacked. Like so, it's on like, a beach or something. Like yeah, something it's natural. Like, it's like you're yeah. playing volleyball yeah. or like he had one where remember the one where you're doing rock climbing. Oh, and it yeah. looked like you were rock climbing, but you happen to be jacked at the same time. I totally agree with that. You always wanted to seem like I'm just in this situation and I happen to be jacked. It's yeah, not like, like I took a photo because I thought like I was if jacked. you do the fucking side lap pose and shit like that, you look like a douchebag. Yeah. But if you happen to be on the beach holding a fucking acai bowl, not posing, but you still look ripped, the chicks can be like, oh, he's interesting. Yeah, because you're not looking a like a dickhead, but you also happen to be hot. You you're know? not saying this is my personality. You're yeah, saying exactly. that I'm a, I'm a guy and I just happen to have this. Because I don't think, guy, don't, guys don't realize that like, Guys who are so into the gym that that's all they have, girls are not into that. They're into the result. They're not into the process. That's the sad. I feel like yeah. it's like that with everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't want a guy who's hustling. They want a guy who's rich. Bro, that's the, me and Bass were talking about this. I'm cu- curious to see. I don't your, know. What, what, what are your thoughts, Chris? My perspective is that women are attracted to certain traits in men, namely drive and ambition and achievement and results. Agree. And being wealthy, usually is a material demonstration of that, uh, of those traits. So they're not attracted to you because of your possessions necessarily, but they're attracted to the fact that you're hardworking and you're driven See, and you can follow through and you can and sort of realize success. Me and Basil spoke about this. Oh, I like that at the end, you can realize success. Me, me and Basil spoke uh, about this because I actually disagree because the one thing you always hear girls complain about entrepreneurs and all those types that they work too is much. that they're never there. They're never saying like, I'm so turned on by the fact I never see you. They're upset at the fact that they never have time to set apart. So I think a lot of it is the fact that they're able to like, because t- you've got to think about it from a fucking purely biological standpoint, if you strip around society roles and all that kind of shit, 
the whole hunter-gatherer thing was that like the men provided and the women fucking fucked them essentially, right? So you reckon that instinct is still there? To some extent, like there is still, still some women who like, you look at the, like, why do they like dudes who are over 6'4", who are fucking massive and muscly and shit like that. There is some aspect that like, they feel safe with them. Why do they like guys with money? Well, it's like, there's provided. Now there are mad ambitious women out there and it's fucking great because you've got yeah. much more diversity in the workforce and stuff. Yeah. But if you're looking at certain people, there's going to be some people attracted to the drive. But I think a lot of people say they're attracted to ambition without realizing what ambition costs. You look at Kobe Bryant saying like, I'm going to wake up at 4 a.m., train till uh, 6 a.m., then go eat, go back, train, go eat, go back, train, sleep at fucking 10 p.m., wake up at 4 p.m., uh, 4 a.m. the next day and do it. And do that for three decades. Exactly. And like, look, I'm sure Vanessa Bryant fucking loved him and shit. But the reality is when you're doing that much. It's tough. You'd better hope that she gets off to him fucking never being there. Because the reality is he's never going to fucking be there. How fucking sad is that, eh? Like, I, yeah. I think there is something to- She didn't to, get to enjoy her husband. It, it, you I could argue that. Something Baz said- uh, when we're we waiting for him to retire to enjoy some time together. Legit, bro. The, the sad thing oh. is he wasn't going to do that because he was already going into other shit. He was going to be- He would have been the biggest, the best retirement story we've ever seen, I reckon. Why, why? Because he was already doing like movie shit and like he had his own fucking show on uh, ESPN, which was like- it was very nerdy and you had to like basketball a lot to watch it because he broke down like plays from certain players. Yeah. But it was quite interesting if you like his brain and you like basketball, but he was just doing things. He won a fucking Oscar for a short film for uh, his like, thank you basketball, which was like a cartoon kind of thing they made after he retired. Yeah. Like he, uh, he would have been the guy. Jeez. I think he would have had a better retirement than Jordan because while Jordan had Jordan brand, which is worth, he's made him a billionaire. I think Kobe was a cunt, but he knew how to seem likable. Because Kobe was like a cunt on the court. He was, he was very, 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 very aggressive on the, on the interviews. On the interviews, he was so likable. Yeah. And I think he's, because he's like, at the end of the day, he's like, like he shouldn't have been one of the best players in the world because he was, he was tall, obviously, 6'6", and he's got good shooting and stuff, but he wasn't that athletic. He, he lost his hops real quick, but he was fucking such a gym rat that he, ga- he worked his fucking ass off to be one of the top 10 players of all time. It's you know crazy. Like it's so it's crazy it's crazy that that was pure guts and determination. Yet he's a six foot six elite athlete. Well, that's like what are the odds that those two come together? Exactly. What are the odds that you get that person? That's you just- look at Shaq. Yeah. Shaq was known as a party animal who like didn't yeah. really train, came to the fucking training camp overweight all the time like that because he was just used to being seven two and the man all his life. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, some I mean, imagine if that guy. I don't know if you guys heard that crisp bottle opening. I don't know if you opened it in front of the mic. Uh, a little bit higher. So yeah, probably yeah. Won't hit much. But the thing is, I think if you put Kobe Bryant in any situation, you put him in a, you literally put him in a jungle, give him an ax, he'll cut, he won't stop cutting trees. That's what you said last I time. Know, oh, I know where I? you got that from, the Jordan Peterson. Yeah, it's, it's from a Jordan Peterson. Bit. Stole it twice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, was there something else you were about to say? I remember you said there's something that I said. Uh, what did you say? Oh, yeah, yeah, this. You said... Uh, the women aren't at the starting line. They're at the finish line waiting to pick the winner. I got that from someone else there. Yeah. In yeah, full yeah. transparency. Yeah. Entrepreneurs and cars. <laughs> <laughs> just, I, don't, I don't like most of what he says, so I don't want to give him a shout out. But if you take what he says with an extreme amount of grains of salt, like if you take everything he says, turn it down 10 notches, there's some truth in it. But he always takes it to the extreme, which I don't No, like. of course. But I, I think it all comes down to like, 
People always say women are mad attracted to ambition and all that stuff. And I do think to some extent that is true. I think it's more passion than ambition. Yeah. Because like, if you ask what women want most of the time, most of them are going to say some level of attention. And if you're that ambitious, attention, time is your most valuable resource. Yeah. If you're a fucking entrepreneur, you might be working 90 hour weeks. Yeah. You don't yeah. have the time to fucking like make her feel as appreciated. And that's why I think you see all those fucking billionaires, they get cheated on by the pool boy. Because their yeah. wife fucks out and then yeah. he's got his mistress. And I don't think they're a happy married fucking you, couple. You, know? you guys know who I want to bring on the podcast and I want to bring it up over here first so I can see what your thoughts are. Yeah. But what is everyone thought on bringing, not we want to bring Chris's trainer because he's got a that. master's, yeah. but my sister, who's I'm a massive so feminist, massive <laughs> feminist. I'm so And she is not afraid to get into an argument and she will fight it to the core. She's like me in that she's extremely like, uh, I don't know. Stubborn. I, I don't know if the right word is stubborn. But, Bad at but that is what I was thinking. That's exactly. Will she um, kind of, Stick to her original. Exactly. Like if she has a thought, she won't give up. Even give with out evidence to the contrary. Oh no! If there's evidence, she'll she'll change her mind. Okay, some people are just like steady course, men. Like keep it in a straight line. I the don't like those people. That that the issue is what happens to so many will, of those people. Will she get offended if we make jokes? Yeah, she gets offended very easily. She's feminist. Right. That's it's <laughs> it's one of the core traits. It's like being a basketball player. You probably have to be tall. It's just problematic because I like your sister, so I don't want to fucking like be a cunt. But yeah. that is in my nature. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess for the first time, James <laughs> is to be the middle ground. I'd love to meet her. That, but bro. yeah, get let us know your you thoughts. Go head on to that, head with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually would she really actually keen come to hear on? She would 100. percent Yeah, two hundred bucks. Huh? We don't have that money, bro. Oh, we're not going to pay her. We'll give her drinks. <laughs> we'll we'll pay her in drinks. Bro, that's haram. I'd fuck it. She's she's gone past that. The line. pleasure is all hers coming on the podcast. Let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. I don't, she should pay oh, us. Let's know. think about it. <laughs> nah, but I, you I, should pitch it as you get to try and change our mind. True. She'd probably do that. True. But can I make fun of her for fucking star signs? That's the question. Of course, of course, she'll get offended, but you can do it. I can't. How can you get offended by that? She, it's just you know. Once I had this fucking pink pink uh, pink head bitch when I worked at this coffee sh- uh, shop, right? Yeah, I was working there and I was like teasing this fucking 30 year old uh, Colombian woman who I worked with, like for liking star signs and shit. And this woman actually said, yeah, you know, like the, she just walked up to me, she was a customer. She's like, you know, the tides in the ocean? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, what are they controlled by? I'm like, the moon. Yeah. She's like, it's literally yeah. called tidal. I know. Yeah. Fucking tidal means yeah. from the moon. Yeah. yeah, go on. Anyway, she then says like, yeah, well, so if the, if the moon controls that water, why do you, like, what are you made up of? Like, wait, if the moon controls- So just wait, let me, let me explain. Yeah. She said like, and what are humans 70% of? And I'm like, water? And she's like, yeah, well, so if the moons control the currents, why wouldn't they control the water inside your body? And I'm like, is this bitch fucking retarded? You know, broccoli is 99% water, yet you don't pick, like put a pin in it and it just squirts out water. Like it literally, the the, the molecular makeup doesn't mean it's that we're just- actual fucking yeah, water. Yeah, I know. These fucking retards. There's water in the cells. There's Bro. water in the fucking yeah. blood. There's water the, in the- The idea that you were born one day apart and now your entire personality's changed or that everyone in a single month is exactly the same is so stupid, bro. I, I don't understand like the logic. Like objectively stupid. I I yeah, yeah. Is anyone here an astrology fan, by the way? Here's the thing. If you're not Hindu, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> if that's your religion- Respect, bro. You know, you, do, you guys it, do. Is you. that where it originated from? Hindu? According to Indian matchmaker, yes. <laughs> I think so. Unless it was six, but I think it was Hindu. Yeah. Yeah. It's just fucking silly, isn't it? It's like, why are you believing such goofy shit? It's, I think it's literally just like an excuse to blame your failures on something else. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. I think it also is like, 
a lot of the times like people are a lot of traits. People are a lot of things. You can be adventurous and also like pizza. And and the thing is, it's very and everyone has a lot of like a lot of the time. There's a lot of common traits that people have. You can be adventurous people, in one thing, and exactly. Not another. Exactly. So I think they said 97 percent of people identify as adventurous, like oh, an absurdly yeah. high amount of people. I think if you if you ask every human on earth, 90 percent of people like good food. So when you put I like good food, every girl is going to be like, oh, that's exactly me. No, it's 99 percent of people have this trait, and they've just picked one of those fucking traits. If you say, oh yeah, I bet you're adventurous. Here's a trick for guys, it, by the way. Because the opposite of adventurous sounds like what's the opposite of adventurous? So you fucking loser. Yeah, it sounds yeah. horrible. Yeah. So you don't want to be that. Yeah, you mundane. But it's like the, what is the equivalent in like fucking Tennessee? It's like I married someone who's not my cousin. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm mad adventurous. And, and then I'm here, leaving my gene pool. Here's a very fucking big trick, by the way, because most chicks are like this superstitious stuff. If you go to a club and you're talking to girls or whatever. Ask them if they're interested. Tell them in a semi-serious tone. It just needs to be semi-serious. You don't even need to actually fully commit. You just be like, oh, by the way, I know how to hand read. I know. I was about to say that. I love that fucking move. What's that? And for some reason, so like it's, you, you it's, can read their hand and tell them what the look, lines mean. And they, the, oh, palm the thing is, reading. Palm yeah, reading. Yeah, my bad. The thing my is, bad. 99% of girls will know that you're not doing, that you don't know how I to do I don't know if they do. I don't yes, know if 99% of people, no, I don't know if it's 99. Does that it's, break the it's touch barrier? so or? much, yes, that's well, it. It's a great way to break the touch no, barrier. No, I, I think they all know, because obviously you don't know how to fucking palm read. You've got to have the most ditzy fucking Newtown bitch to actually believe it. Like, remember that chick you did it to when we were at uh, Surrey Hills? I can't remember. The one who was obsessed with our mate, Rocket Boy. Oh, we didn't right. realize this that until funny fucking, fucking weeks later. So, so we're we're uh, we're at this bar in Sorry Hills, right? Me, Rocket Baz, Boy is one of our mates, by the yeah, way. Yeah, one of our mates, Rocket Boy, yeah. uh, and one of his mates, and then these two girls that were just yeah. there, right? And so, uh, Rocket Boy's mate was fucking full keen on this girl because she's pretty fit. Basil was kind of just being a cunt, saying, <laughs> "I wonder if I can get her first, <laughs> right?" I just play around. And at first it didn't even straight up look like she was into Rocket Boy because he was like talking to me and like doing his own thing. She was I rocked up well. late. She yeah, was she was fit. Anyway, so we're all at this bar. And then at one point she says something to Rocket Boy and he straight up he says, like, oh no, I've got a girlfriend. And you see her demeanor change in an instant. Because he's a her pretty boy. And her friend. Yeah. They were like they were both into him as well. Oh yeah. No, he's, he's a like, handsome lad. He's, he's a, a he's, he's a pretty boy. Looking. He's a pretty he's very boy. Good he used to be a model. Yeah. Shout no. out to Vivian. Um, anyway, <laughs> so who's Vivian? It's the agency. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, they can probably find it that way. I don't know. We probably need to type in that. Rocket Boy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we get onto Oxford Street because it was close to Oxford Street uh, in this like Surrey Hills bar. A club. It's a probably club up area, like Burke Street or something like that. Um, the second we get there, we're like he. Uh, I think he either bounces or is with us, but like he kind of disappears for a second. I'm with his mate. Yeah, we're like, oh yeah, we're gonna go to this club. And they're like, yeah, we're just gonna go grab a drink of water for a second, right? And we're like, wait, what's, uh, yeah, sure. So we go along and we're turning back and they're not coming back. Yeah. We're like, what's happening? Yeah. They disappear. We see them across the road at a different bar, right? This guy is so keen. Now I clocked immediately when she said, like uh, when he said he had a girlfriend and I was hysterically yeah, laughing. Yeah, I think, so I think it was pretty funny. obvious at that stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it was so funny. Because before that, it didn't straight up look like she was keen on him. Because Basil did the fucking palm reading trick on this bitch. And she knew. She wasn't believing. Yeah, I know. I know. But, but it did the but cheeky thing. She just thing. liked the memes. No, well, it does a cheeky thing. You break the touch barrier. Suddenly yeah. you're pretending like some goofy shit. Yeah. She's like, oh, he's fucking silly like that. Yeah. The thing is, girls like goofy. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? I, I, what do you reckon? Uh... Yeah, but it has to have. You have to have an underlying. 
I don't know. Like you it's can't goofy be, but like, charming. The That's the thing. Yeah, you have to be charming about. No, it. No, yeah, you don't want to be shaggy, but you want to be like. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like have you guys ever seen the One Hundred, a TV show? Yeah, yeah, it's fucking so. You good. know the fucking guy with the black long hair who was like fucking pulling all the bitches oh, at yeah, the start. The, fucking, the tall guy. He wasn't that tall, but yeah, the one with the long hair that was with the blonde chick. Oh, fuck, I can't remember that. Much. Anyway, yeah. he was the guy that was like he took off his seatbelt while they were in the fucking uh, the moon landing thing, right? Oh, and I remember. He yeah. was just like quirky and goofy, but in a charming way, and all the bitches loved it. You know what oh, I mean? I see. Whereas I see. if you're just shaggy and you're fucking eating sandwiches with your dog. And it's like, well, I'm annoyed that Chris got a girlfriend the first time we went clubbing together. The first and only time we went clubbing together. Because we can't be wingmates or? No, because there's just like so many funny stories that you're going to miss out on. Like fucking palm reading with random chicks. I have funny stories that are just not single stories. I get, I mean, last night we watched a movie together and it was (laughs) was great. I mean, but this is the thing. Would you go out clubbing if you were not in a relationship? So yeah, so if you, would you go out clubbing if you are in a relationship? A lot of guys don't. They well, just yeah. say, "What's the point?" We are once or twice. Yeah, I think you're. Uh, I'm a little old for clubbing, but I would do it. Like, I think you you find out who's gonna who's a club rat and who's not. Like when you're 18, everyone clubs, right? And it's pretty normal, especially in Australia. But by the time you're 19, the people who are still kind of into clubbing will stay. The people who straight up hate it will never go again, and the people who love it will go. And by the time you're 20. Only the people who actually like clubbing will club. Mm. Like by this point, we're just straight up club rats because we'll go, like when it's open, we'll happily go every weekend. I would go clubbing at 35 years old. Yeah. I don't care. It's great time. Bro, I've had girls that think I look 35 years old. Because it's fucking, it's like the- No, they don't think you're 35. You say they're 35 and they don't question you on it. There's a difference. Yeah, true. You don't look 35, bro. True. Having a beard doesn't make you look fucking- No one (laughs) either in work or in fucking any situation has ever guessed my age under. Under what? Under my actual age. Never. Yeah, because you have a proper beard at 23. But what I'm trying to say is, is that it, like, it doesn't matter if you go clubbing. Like, cause Chris could easily pass as 25 years old. Thank you. Easily, easily. So like, yeah. like age doesn't fucking matter because how you look is not how old you are. Like it's almost always- Although, not gonna lie, I saw, a, I saw a guy, he was balding, like he had a full bald patch in the middle, but then long hair on the sides. So like imagine a Jewish accountant who grew out his hair, right? <laughs> he was wearing a full Adidas tracksuit, like a <laughs> Russian. Fuck, yeah. You know, like Russian gangsters with the so full well, red Essex, Adidas tracksuit. Yeah. yeah. He was inside, uh, it was Home Bar in Sydney, which is like a bar near Darling Harbour, which is like a Expensive funky bar. area. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, or it's a club, I guess. But I'm talking to him and I'm like, I'm looking at him, he looks a bit funky. And I'm like, you want anything today, mate? And he's like, oh, nah, I'm not. And I'm Just like- Just meth. Uh, well, <laughs> and I'm like, Right. He said, well, I mean, like, I'm not, but like, hypothetically, I may have drank a bottle of Jack Daniels and taken four caps. Oh, my God. And snorted, <laughs> snorted an eight ball of Coke. Oh, my God. And done God. two jabs of heroin. <laughs> but actually. He, yep. Wait, what? And I'm looking at this guy and I'm like, it's time it for me to leave. Have a great day, mate. Stay safe. And I he's kept in the smoking area. He's not staying no, safe. It's in the yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> no, he's in the he's in like the dancing area. And the thing is, you can tell he's either dealing or he's a local guy. You know what I mean? Like, Why not that? just from the fucking tracksuit, but the fact that he's wearing a tracksuit in an exclusive nightclub in Sydney. That's fucked that he's wearing a tracksuit in a club. Yeah, and I even feel weird wearing a t-shirt, and I like to do that a lot. Exactly. No, like it, it was. He was one of those guys who's either connected by dealing or connected by some crime shit. But like. 
it was interesting because I looked at him and like normally when you see, because you can easily spot dealers, you can easily spot undos in fucking uh, in the clubs. The yeah. undercovers are the funniest to spot because you would just see them standing very still and rigid. Just, and they're always like well built, but they're standing rigid, like not having a good time in the middle of the dance section. It's like, Lol. you wouldn't choose to stand here if that wasn't your job. Like, and be that serious. Yeah, You'd be dancing around having fun. Otherwise you would not be there. And it's so funny when you spotted that. I'm like, this yeah. fucking- I, I don't right think here. I've ever spotted someone who I think is an undercover cop. Oh, I've right. seen them in so festivals times. for sure. I've never seen it in festivals. Wait, actually. No, I've seen it. I've seen it in clubs a bunch of times. I don't remember what it is that I saw, but I saw someone. I think I saw him like because he was it was in a rave and rave people usually usually wear masks even pre COVID like they wear like the rave rave masks and I think I saw someone who had like a radio inside his his mask like it was semi see through and you could see like a radio there and he was talking and I was like oh this guy's got to be a cop of some sort because there's so many cops in festivals anyway I don't think there is bro especially in raves bro no they're everywhere I haven't seen one arrest Uniformed. no I haven't seen one arrest from a non uniform cop. They probably get a uniform cop to arrest him. There's no chance that they'd get the undercover. I don't even think I've seen that many arrests. Like inside the rave, there's fuck all cops. The cops tend to hang around the outside. They never come inside the dance floor. Well, not the undercover ones. Yeah, but I haven't seen any cops come into a restaurant. Yeah. I mean, I would love to know the strategies of the cops. We need to get our mate that's a cop to come on the fucking podcast. I'd be so interested to hear that. Because like, first of all, figure out ways around Firstly, yeah, to help the boys out who are listening to this. (laughs) But secondly, just to, I'm just interested in the strategies. It's so, it's so interesting when you hear like, cause obviously when you get a bit older, you'll meet people who are drug dealers and like, look, we don't condone that kind of shit cause it's very risky. And like the reward is not there. Yeah. Because you've got a bunch of dirty money that you don't know how to clean. So most of the cunts just buy an expensive car and eventually you will get found out and you won't have any way to justify how you got it. So it's, it's silly. But when you see the smart guys versus the bad guys, the, the dumb cunts are the cunts smuggling in drugs inside their fucking girlfriend's vagina and then trying to sell it on the inside. But then you hear about cunts who they'll go and fucking, uh, they'll, they'll sell a thousand pills to another person who's going to bring it in. Yeah, they're B2B. They'll, they'll make a couple grand before the fucking thing happens and then go out fun. You have to remember those are the ones that are getting fucked. Like Brilliant. the person that has 50 pills who's selling it to their mates, to selling it to randoms, those people will get arrested, but they won't be, like charges won't be fully pressed on them if they rat out the person that they bought it from. Like that's, I, I, I'm, that's that being said, this is not coming from any sort of area of facts. This is yeah, just coming from- This is us watching what, The Wire yeah, and yeah, fucking Blue watching, Story, yeah, you know? Fucking CSI Miami. Yeah. Like they're, they're literally getting you, I, I, it would make sense though. Like the, I don't think the police is interested in the corner deal. They're interested in the guy that gave him the fucking- But they do get busted. You hear about it. Like, like It's like in Breaking Bad. They're not interested in the Starbucks around the corner. They're looking for the person who's selling Starbucks their beans. But I know what you're saying, but they do, they do like get busted. They get in trouble. They do get in you trouble. You hear about it. Yeah. I think they get shaken up and a, maybe something puts on their file or like a warning or a court, oh, I, I think a court date or something I read like about that. fines. It's the, like, so I was at a festival. My first festival ever was called DEF CON. It had 40,000 people in it. It was an Doesn't amazing night. Anymore, it was on my birthday. It was beautiful. Oh, damn. Fucking one of the greatest nights, right? And three people died at that festival because- it's sad, bro. It's extraordinarily the sad. The cunts were taking GHB. For anyone who doesn't know GHB, it's a drug that's very dangerous. Just don't- If someone's don't offering it, it to you, tell them to go fuck themselves. It yeah. literally simulates, obviously I've never fucking done it because I'm not a dumb cunt, but like it simulates being drunk. What is it? It's like shoe polish or some shit, right? I have no fucking idea. But is that jungle juice? 
That's jungle juice. <laughs> That's a different drug. No, uh, GHB, they mix in water and they drink it and it simulates the effect of being drunk on alcohol. Yeah. The issue is it's so easy to overdose. So you just, cunts just die. Like I saw a chick have a full on fucking seizure and have to be put in a one of those- Shit's was scary. Was it a hearst? Yeah. It was probably scary. Shit's I was like, extraordinarily Shit, scary. Shit, please don't die right here. Yeah. And so I came out of it. Three people died. They shut down the festival and- it really makes you think like some of these things are just so dumb, bro. Yeah. So any kind out there who's thinking about doing certain things, just be fucking smart. Yeah. Be smart about it. Fucking. The, the scariest yeah. thing about drugs. Don't do drugs. The scariest thing about you hear about fucking heroin addicts, right? I heard this, uh, I heard about the story. This guy shot and he knew it was bad before he died, before he overdosed. He could feel that it was bad. Imagine oh. that feeling knowing. Like this is. I'm either going to die or I'm going to. Something bad's happening right now. I fucked up. Yeah. I wonder if you go to the ambulance and be like, look guys, I fucked up. Like shit's happening. Like, do you call yeah, the ambulance for yourself? So. But like, what if you're of so course, fucked of up? Course, That's yeah. why, you know, all you cunts going out to festivals, obviously Australia's a bit fucked. We don't have festivals right now, but like look after your mates. Don't fucking let shit happen. Yeah. I wonder no how that ambulance call would go. Like what is the paramedic? Oh, like the person on the phone saying, are they saying like, thanks for calling in. You've done the right thing. Stand somewhere where you can be found quickly. Did I like, tell I you about the guy? Or I wonder if they they like being like, oh, why did you do this? Like asking a bunch of questions. Did I tell you about I don't the think they do because I've, they don't. What do they do? I mean, I've only experienced this in the UK. Yeah. Australia might be a bit more different. Yeah. But they'll just address the they, problem. And if they have to know, have you taken something to cause this? You just tell them and they'll help you. Oh, okay. So they don't pass any judgment or anything. Absolutely like, not. Why did you do that? None, none of no, that. No, a good paramedic will never pass judgment. They just want facts so they can address what's happening. I think that's a great fucking but system. Cops can get called in Australia. I know that for a fact. If people but are I don't know if it's illegal to have taken drugs. Yeah, but they can ask who you get. Did you get, if you, let's say you bought drugs and you gave me the drugs, you supplied me with drugs. Yeah. Which is like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, did I tell you about the story about the comedian and all the people who did uh, cocaine in New York? What happened? So there was a bunch of comedians who did coke in New York, right? Yeah. One of them was a chick called Kate Quigley who's been on fucking Joey Diaz's podcast a lot and she's a really funny girl. Yeah. I don't know who the other ones were. They did coke. She did a line. She started feeling a bit woozy, a bit shit. She's like, I feel bad. I'm going to go fucking sit down, right? They keep going without her. She wakes up feeling fucking horrible. Like something bad is happening right now. I need to get up. She walks out. All the rest of her mates are slumped over dead. Wait, what? Yeah. She calls the hospital. Uh, she calls the ambulance. They come... She's in emergency care because the cunts had cut coke with fentanyl. I don't know what fentanyl, fentanyl is. Fentanyl, oh my God. Fentanyl is People like- drop dead from fentanyl. Fentanyl is the most fucking condensed, powerful opioid there is. And people cut it with, they usually cut it with heroin. The reason why you hear about- cunts, I, Well, you cut fentanyl with heroin. No, no, no you cut heroin with but fentanyl. I thought because it, it was, um, Canada had a bad problem about four years ago of dealers cutting MDMA. With fentanyl, Jeez. and people would, would be discovered in the bathroom dead. Well, yeah, well, exactly. The thing is, the crazy thing is what. That, so fentanyl it's so strong, you can't, you can't, um, you have to put it like, when you do it for legit, probably terminal illness purposes. It's a little patch that you put on your skin because it's so strong, the pores in your skin will absorb it. If you try and ingest it, it's fucked. Far too, yeah. Not even that. Uh, it's it's so strong that you can overdose. Like if someone had some in their pocket and an officer reached in and too much got on their skin, they could have an overdose from it. Yep. It's 
insanely it's insanely potent Jeez. and it originally the the opioid epidemic started getting uh sprung up because obviously the opioid ep- epidemic was they were over prescribing things like fucking percocet and oxycodone yeah, yeah yeah and what would happen is you would start you know you'd break your hand you'd go on it yeah. legitimately you'd start yeah. taking the pills too much they would see that you have an issue so they'd cut you off yeah. you start going to the streets if you had some money because like people have been dying from heroin and all that shit for years but they only started giving a fuck when rich people started dying yeah. Rich people just meaning like not Middle fucking, class. yeah, just not fucking homeless cunts. But what happened would be you might have a little bit of money, but suddenly you got to pay a 30 bucks a pill on the street. You know what I mean? And you're used to taking fucking 30 pills a day. So you start trying to do this and you eventually run out of money. And then your dealer says, yo, do you want to try some smack? Do you want to try heroin? You start doing that cheapest chips and it's the craziest high you get. And then people started cutting heroin with, uh, with fentanyl. Jeez. And you just drop dead like a fucking fly. And it's it not that it made sense, but fentanyl and heroin are both opioids. So in the same family, but they're cutting coke, they're cutting MDMA, like things that are completely different with this drug. Literally, like fucking cut it with creatine, you fucking dickhead. You know, just use a white powder. Why do you have to use something that's killing people? Well, because they want it to be better. That's a, that's they just want to have it a good No, result. but the thing is it doesn't Fentanyl isn't like- uh, It doesn't make sense in no, no, any no. sort of- it's it's not about Fentanyl's that. a depressant and Coke's a um, stimulant. Yeah, they're opposite. So it doesn't make any sense to sure. but, also, but also fentanyl isn't the same thing as- So heroin, the reason why it's called heroin, the word heroin means like the best feeling of all time, right? Which is why heroin is called that. I thought heroin meant like, not the hero, the heroine. It's, like, it's no, the it's other- different word. Oh, there's an E on it. Okay, my yeah, bad. Yeah, <laughs> no, heroin, like describing something as like feeling like heroin- Obviously now the context is the drug, but okay. it's like ecstatic fucking pleasure. Well, it right? used to be called Mummy's Little Helper when it first came to market. Wait, I thought that was that? Xanax. Yeah, I thought that was Xanax. Could or be. Valium maybe. Mm, it was a little maybe fucking- Maybe I need it, to look into it, but it was like- I think it was Xanax because it was the anxiety medication because they were all depressed. The, yeah, the Mummy's Little Helper sounded depressing, bro. Yeah, because it's a little well, fucking- Well, it off as a cough serum because it suppresses your cough, but then it- Gives you a nice little buzz, and so True. housewife used to used to have some after putting the kids to bed, and it used to be like mummy's little, little segue. Yeah, they spoke about it on Mad Men where the wife fucking took too many fucking Xanaxes, and she ended yeah. up crashing because she wasn't paying attention, and the kid was in the back and shit. Oh, fucking mummy's little helper, indeed. Yeah, doesn't sound fun. It's funny how mummy's little helper started as Xanax and it ended up being the fucking Hitachi vibrator. Yeah, <laughs> much more pro than Hitachi. Oh yeah, um, something product. popped up on the Discord. By the way, um, yeah. a nice little, nice little discussion. By the way, join the Discord if you haven't already. Yeah. So someone below. asked, and I, I can't remember where it stemmed from. It was a, it was a question that came first. Oh, I remember it now. So some, but essentially the, the question ended up being, is it weird if you find a, uh, if you're watching a movie and a chick in the movie the character is 14 but the actress is like 26. So for example, mm. the Stark girl, I can't remember her name, Ari Stark. Aria. Aria, yeah, Aria Stark was technically 14, but Maisie Williams, the actress, was actually like 26. No, but so that's, not that it's a bad example, not slating you, but she was 14 in the books, but Jon Snow was also 14 in the books and he has a beard. But no yeah. one's picking him as a fucking 14 year old. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm, the movie, the movie dynamic was not the same as what we describe in the books. Is it weird if I said that I thought that Aria was, was pretty hot? No, I thought she was cute. Not at the start, obviously. She was an actual child, but like towards the end, yeah. Yeah, towards the end. But the thing is, she was she was always casted as like a 14-year-old girl. But the, the actress was objectively hot. If you look at the actress, she's 26 years old. She's in Hollywood. She's hot. Which actress at 26 years old? I don't know if you say hot. hot. She's cute. She's cute, yeah. yeah. She has that. What do you, what do you reckon? 
Uh, she's 14, even in the show. She's not 14, be, You she's need 26. to cut that off. No, but the thing is, the so did you watch 14. Game of Thrones? No. Okay. Did you know what the Kit Harrington looks like? No. Okay, fuck. This Who's Kit fuck. Harrington? Jon Snow. Oh, Do you know who Jon Snow looks like? Probably. Is he the one with the... Oh, no, he's not the one with the, the long hair and the beard and everything. No, he is. He's is that. In the book, he was 14. What? Yes. That's what we're saying. Like, not in the shows, though. Well, technically... It was supposed to be. Technically, but the thing is, I feel like you can't judge the show off the book because everyone was so different, obviously, to make yeah. it. Because, yeah. like, the show was... The book was so raunchy. Literally, Daenerys was a kid. And, you know, that, so there's that scene in Game of Thrones where uh, Daenerys and the slave, like... They like uh, fucking or something like that. Not yeah. fucking, but like yeah. the book. I read the fucking pages of the book. It's hot. Is it? It's the first Haunted. time I realized like- Why girls I, are I understood that? why yeah, girls are yeah, into that. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, uh, she started feeling a pressure build up between, between And it's all written legs. by this old ass dude as well. Yeah, this fucking That's goblin, fucking, bro. Yeah, it's always the old people that love it. Bro, and fucking, I'm like, damn. He's what got is it? Literotica. They fucking yeah. love that shit, bro. He was what? good at it, bro. Old people are always writing that shit. Okay. But no, it was fucking like proper intense, but that's a 14 year old. Yeah. In the book. Like that is just like, that is fucking just wrong in all levels. Yeah. He's, cause he's probably imagining it while he's writing it, right? You would think Checking so. <laughs> probably have a few blank breaks, you know? But to be, be fair, he's also imagining fucking goblins and a guy cuts another guy's dick off and fucking pretends to eat it as a sausage. Like, I don't yeah, think anyone's debating that George R. R. Martin's a bit of a kooky lad. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for but, sure. I, kooky. but I do get you like with what you're saying. Cause like, so uh, Jackie from, Fre uh, from, that 70s show, fucking Mila Kunis. She was 16 when that was first shot. Yeah. When she was in that show. Which show? That 70s show in the first oh, season. I haven't watched it. Have you not watched it? No, I haven't. We oh, really went through this in the sitcom. I didn't think you said you didn't watch it. Anyway, so she 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 just looks like Mila Kunis, but younger. But she looks fit, but you find out she's 16. You're like, what the fuck? She's like kissing Michael Kelsey. Uh, she's kissing, what's the guy's name? The guy on Punk? Kelsey? No. Well, he's Kelso, but like the guy's actual name. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. Anyway. Well, the other one I was going to say was what if it's a fictional character? So what, like, what if you're just- Still no. Still no. Well, okay, what if it's anime? Nah. Like it's been invented. I wouldn't be turned on anyway. By, by someone. Like it's not a real person. Doesn't matter. It's weird. It is strange how- Do you know what's crazy? Yeah, right. So I was on fucking hentai the other day. Chris's favorite. Yeah. Chris loves hentai. I don't, I don't know, know what hentai is. Always, bro. Or, so, he watches it on the fucking living room TV. Oh, please. Can you believe that? <laughs> Fucking just sitting on the couch like he is now. There's wank stains all over the couch. It's kind of ridiculous. It's all from hentai. No, there's there's this thing called uh, Lolly, like L O L I. Oh yeah, I've heard and it. And it's like kid or something like that, right? And so I was on hentai on fuq.com. Wait, is Lolly kids? I think so. Oh no, yeah. I haven't heard of that. <laughs> Pause. I've not, I did not think it was that. <laughs> no. So uh, on the great site fuq.com, it FUQ, shows yeah. it shows like related searches, and I see that, and I'm like, what the, what the fuck? Hell? Surely they don't have it. So for purely research purposes, I'm like, they're not going to have this. Let's just I see click on there. it. There's nothing there, which means mad people. Enough that it's a recommended search on the website. But it's a Have bait. tried to find kid porn. I, no, what, because it's What if based it's just a bunch of people being like, wait, is it actually here? <laughs> no, but, if it's just a no, bunch no, no, of James that's, is just saying like, oh, fucking, no, let's just suck this The shit thing out. is that's related search. So it's like cunts searching oh. in a bunch. Imagine that's how you try skirt child porn laws. You're like, well, what if someone draws it? What do you mean if someone draws it? Oh, like that's that's the, oh. This is all fuck. anime, is it? Yeah, bro, like it's so weird. Oh, you know what's also fucked? I found this out on Reddit, of course, fucking Reddit. There's photos of, of underage girls that are like clothed, but with minimal clothes. And that's like a loophole. It's fucked. 
it is shit, bro. it is fucked to another level. And it, like the strange, strange turn for the podcast to take, but it's think, just shocked that that even exists. Okay, so let's say you weren't going to be prosecuted by the law, and you had a kid, and there was a man who touched your kid, and you weren't going to be prosecuted. In fact, the officers are like cheering you on. Would you kill him? This just happened in Russia last week, two really? weeks ago. What happened? Someone killed. The I think pedophile? I told you it was on the news. Um, no, it was a, a, I think it was like a small city or a, a town in Russia, and they were both miners and they were mates. Yeah. And digging for gold. One. I was thinking that first. What's digging for gold? <laughs> the miners with an axe. Yeah. <laughs> no, but one bloke was out drinking with a friend of his. Um, must have gone into his phone for something for some reason. Found a video on the guy's phone of him raping his daughter. What? So obviously raised it with the authorities, but between the authorities following it up, he had he he basically went took it took his mate to the woods and killed him. Yeah, and and all of the villagers that all of the community validated like um took his side. Yeah, 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 supported him. Jeez, see that's the thing. If like I, I understand killing's bad. And it is bad, but when people do shit like that, oh, I his daughter. Sorry, his daughter was, I think, four. Oh, sorry, I should have said that. Jesus, and she was a very. She was um. He was babysitting her. She was very very young. No, no. And no, the no. video was him raping the girl. No, 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 no. I'd kill. That is. That's fuck. what I'm saying, bro. That's like, when you lose control and you can't be held accountable. The, like the fact that that could happen in because uh, Australia, we have. I'm very happy with the laws we have because we have a very low crime rate. That's it's. A fact when compared to a lot of even Western countries, yeah. our crime rate is very low. It is. But the fact that in Australia there is no law, uh, there is no legal reason for murder, not murder, sorry, murder implies intent. Like there's no there's reason no, you can get away with it. So like in Florida, you got your stand your ground laws, which means like if you're even slightly scared someone might harm you, you can shoot to kill with lethal force. Obviously that's bad. Yeah, I don't think you can self-defend yourself and kill someone here. No, there's no, even self-defense. Self-defense does not cover murder. I think in Australia, you can't even send them to hospital. Like that's the line. If if they just, if you punch them and they just, you've got a scar, it's it's, it's not that it's not that it's, it's, uh, it's reasonable force, which all gets determined by the judge. So if it's a crazy smackhead who's coming at you with a knife and you fucking deck him and the cunt cracks his head open, you're probably going to be fine because there's a legit fear and he's, let's be real. It's sad that homeless people get looked down upon, but at the same time, like if a, a judge sees a meth addict with a knife and he's yeah. the guy who got cracked, he's not gonna have any sympathy. But if you got in a, t- a tussle with a bloke and you punch him in the jaw, or he punches you in the jaw first, and then you're just a better boxer, so you knock him down and you boot him in the stomach three times, you're fucked. Because you, the second you start booting him on the ground, force. excessive force, you're gone. Aggravated yeah. assault. Which I agree with. I, I, I think I agree with that. I think it, it, it only gets tricky when it's like an actual fight and one guy gets busted yeah. and the other guy doesn't. But the fact that if you saw your fucking kid getting like touched up by some cunt and you go, like imagine if you beat him up and the judge decides, oh, that's too far. It's fucked. It's crazy. Well, I mean, yeah. Those cunts, like I, I'm not really for death penalty because it's way more cost ineffective because you know, you got to keep him on death row for fucking 30 and years. And you got to do the appeals killed. and everything. Exactly, so stupid. And you got to do what? Like when you're sentenced to death in America, you automatically get an appeal yeah. that the state pays for. So it's very expensive. And an appeal. you have to get, like, like you appeal the sentence. The oh, so they pay for the lawyers and shit. And because you're on death row, the idea is that because your death is like imminent or incoming, 
you're a legit risk. It's like a lifer. Someone who just gets life has way more risk to other uh, people than someone who's only got 10 years because the 10 years guy wants to get out in 10 years, whereas the life guy has no expectation of that. So they have to keep them separate. So they have whole separate sections of the jail, which costs even more because you have to have extra guards go there. So it's a fucking flawed system. But if we could just take child molesters out the back and just fucking hang the cunts. (laughs) Easy. I'll pull the lever, bro. I have no fucking worries about that. Yeah, yeah. I, but that being said, I, I heard this, I heard this, I don't know where, it probably must have been Reddit. It must have been, but it was- Please don't justify child rape, Baz. It was one of those things that was, we should destigmify, destigmify, or whatever the word is. Destigmatize. Destigmatize people who think that they're pedophiles so that they can get help before they become a child molester. So you, they should make- they act on the impulses? Yeah, exactly. Like imagine if your son came up to you and said, I'm like, I, I think that I'm attracted to this. You would never be able to do it. He would never be able to do it. It's, it's so fucked and you would look down on your son so much that he would never be able to get help. And that's just going to make the problem worse. But if, you, if, if there was, I don't know. I just, I just saw this theory that they said like, let's try to make it so that as soon as you suspect that you might be into it, you get help right away and you nip it in the bud. And then you just, you stop the problem because the problem is going to appear. People are going to, there's always going to be 1% of the population with fucking psychopaths. I don't think it's- People can get help. 4%. I think it's- Is uh, that it? I think it's habit. I I think it's nurture. Like I I think it's one of those things where kids get abused and it fucks up their, you know, you hear those things about, they've talked about with child stars. Kind of, yeah. But they talk, they talk about, especially with child stars that like, they get when they get famous, they almost get caught in a loop of like acting as mature as they were when they were caught famous because they didn't have a chance to actually mature on their own. It's so uh, like Michael ja- Michael Jackson was fucking famous since he was a little boy, and he never really grew up to be a man ever since. You know what I mean? He was just in yeah. this. He was so, controlled yeah. by his managers and his dad and all this kind of shit, and like that's why people think he was fucking sleeping with. the The argument is he wasn't fucking the kids. He was like he still thought of himself as a little boy. Because that's where his innocence got Having taken. Innocent slumber parties with yeah, kids. Know, yeah, yeah. Weird cunt. Anyway, boys, I think that's a good Jesus, note to wrap yeah. this one off of. Fuck you, child predators, you yeah, fucking, fucking cunts. Jesus, Jesus. Fuck him. What's the what's the secret word for this for, for today? <laughs> hard Russia. your kids, hard your wife. Yeah, okay, we can go with that one. Hard your kids, hard your wife. Especially, I mean, if you're in Russia, fucking. Uh, in in that one instance, I agree with Russia. I'm with the people. I can't imagine finding that. Bro. Yeah. It's video. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, moving on, boys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let yeah, us know your fuck. let us know your feedback. Let us know if you want um my sister come to come on the podcast. Like I said, very strong feminist. So any sort of ideas that we have, we can bounce it with Yo, that perspective. We should do a QA for that episode. Yeah, like but serious th- questions you would ask to a feminist. Yeah, but the thing is they will be mean. So like do we do it? There'll be memes? There will be mean. Yeah. Like if we said, if we put up a story on the fucking Instagram saying Q&A with a feminist, they will say, why do women feel entitled to leave the kitchen? Yeah. And I think- I think All right, well, you're reading well, the questions. I would, I would tell her coming, I'll tell her coming in, like there's going to be questions from people who are genuinely confused and like they don't know the answer why this- And why insecure this little boys. Yeah. Like, and there's, and the, like our audience are young yeah. as a, as a we, I mean, I'd like to say, yeah. I mean, I'm sure to you guys, you don't think 23 is young, but Jeez. yeah. <laughs> Like we, I all mean, I'm trying to say be, is it like, could be a platform for her to educate the youths. That, well, that's what I'm trying to, that's what I'm going to picture to her. Educate as. the youths. <laughs> yeah. Educate yourself. 
And <laughs> it's a platform for us to roast a feminist. Yeah, exactly. We get to roast a feminist. She gets to fucking educate the youth. Can you imagine the, imagine the TikToks from that episode? Yeah. Feminist gets fucking triggered. <laughs> Feminists get wrecked. <laughs> compilation. Can we make our own compilation? I'm keen. With just your sister? Yeah, I'm, I'm more than okay to wreck her on podcast. But it's hard because you get to wreck and I don't get to wreck. Yeah, is what it is, brother. <laughs> but you know, I'm not going to be able to stay silent. I will eventually say something. Then just do it. Who cares? I think it's totally fine. Just be respectful. It's completely fine. As long as you're respectful. Exactly. Um, the thing is, I'm not going to be disrespectful. Are you? No. Read out the text you sent to your sisters today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Gladys, you yeah. stupid cunt. Yeah, no, no, got- we love you. We Gladys. all hate you, Gladys, you fucking goose. I'm sad. If Gladys, if you're watching, thank you for everything you did for us. Gladys, <laughs> if she watched this. <laughs> Gladys, that's for death con, you that, silly bitch. That's the premiere of New you South fuck Wales with, State, by the way. <laughs> Yo, we appreciate your servitude. You fuck with Hard Cell United, you get the fucking stick. <laughs> it might take a global pandemic in two whole years, but you're fucking out of here, bitch. Yeah. James is coming for you. Yo, <laughs> legit. I fucking hate that bitch. All right, boys. Thanks for watching. Anyway, see Can't ya. wait for next week. Enough threatening government officials. <laughs> or should guys. I say- Ex-government officials. See you next time. (laughs) See you, boys. Enjoy your retirement.